0: Welcome to the Expert Ownership Podcast, where we launch faith-filled entrepreneurs into greater freedom and success. Billy Graham once said that the next great move of God, he believed, would be among Christians in the marketplace. We believe that too. We want to be a part of it, and we want to help equip and inspire you to do the same. So please, follow us on socials, at Expert Ownership. If you haven't been to our website yet, check it out, expertownership.com. But we are excited about what God is going to speak through us to you today. Here we go.
1: Welcome to Expert Ownership. We're going to start with the number one question that we've gotten lately. What am I supposed to do right now with my business? I yes. feel like my faith, my family, my finances are all under fire, yep. and I am a little bit confused. Mm. So, I mean, I don't know how many. Okay, times well, you've heard this let, let, you just said three F's:
0: faith, family, finances. Well, let me just throw out an F. That's a lot of F words. Yeah. Okay, uh, let me just I'm throw. Out, we don't say F words. I expert a bad I'm F word, and then a good F word. The bad F word is don't fear. Well, that's a good F that's word. That's the D F word. The good F word is have faith. That's the H F. Now, that's not blind faith. Now, listen, I'm not talking about blind faith. I'm talking about supernatural divine faith over your mind and over your money specifically. I'm talking about those two things
1: because I want to talk about bulletproof business. We need an origin story on bulletproof business because we were sitting around. This was probably, what, three weeks ago? Yeah. Okay, so three weeks ago, we're sitting around. We're trying to figure out... How do we create something that would be a response to what people are asking, which is, I just need some help. I'm confused right now. I'm I'm frankly a little bit lost. I just, I need some direction. Can you tell me, what does the Bible say about this? What are we supposed to do as Christians, Bible-believing Christians who are trying to do the right thing? We're not trying to be divisive. We're not trying to be conformist. We're just trying to figure out what's our next step. Bulletproof business was the byproduct of that conversation. Yes. So we need to talk about what is bulletproof business supposed to mean?
0: Yes. Okay. Well, first of all, let me just say this. Jason and I were just speaking. We were in Detroit. We were in St. Louis. We had six speaking engagements. And after all of those speaking engagements, multiple people came up to us. And I would say a total of over 20. And they came up to us with tears in their eyes and said, I'm getting fired next week because I won't take the vaccine. Crazy. I've taught for 36 years and had a nurse. I've I, I've been in 30 years this like November or December, I see, but I, I won't, you. I won't make it. Because they're going to fire me because I am not willing to get the vaccine, and she said, "and I won't get the vaccine because I don't believe in that, that it it's really helping people." So, and I am just relaying what she said. I am not even telling you. David and I are, you know, hey, whether you get the vaccine or not, it does whatever whatever your choice is. Make it out of faith and not fear. But it's it's way deeper than just vaccines. Yeah. So, it, yes. This one teacher said, "I've been I've uh, been a teacher for thirty six years." And I'm going to lose my job next week. An IT guy came and said, my company's forcing the mandate and I just can't in good conscience do this. I'm going to lose my job. I'm telling you, 20 people, over 20, I'm I'm being conservative. But now it's not just that. It's also, it's not just the mandates from vaccines or anything like that. It's the crazy pressure. From cancel culture. Yes. I mean, David and I, obviously, you know, seven and a half years ago, we were cancel culture before it became a popular hashtag about getting fired by HGTV. Now, it's commonplace. A banking friend of mine called me, and, and he's at a very large bank, and he said, they want me to put the gay flag on my door. They want me to be a gay ally. They want me to join the gay pride march, This whole nine yards. And he says, I can't in good conscience do that. Well, he ended up getting fired. And then the bank offered him 270 k of hush money, so that he wouldn't tell his story. And I'm like, are you kidding me? These Dude, are you, real life stories. These are real stories. I mean, a, a military guy comes up to me, and this is after a speaking event, and he's just a put together, tall, just man, this guy is pretty impressive. And um, he's one of the highest ranking officials in the Army. As a matter of fact, his office is in the Pentagon. He speaks with the Joint Chiefs of Staff. I mean, this dude's way up there. And this was before o- uh, Biden. I almost called him O. Biden. But before Biden's vaccine mandate on the military, and he said, you know, there's a vaccine mandate on the military that's coming down. I was like, are you kidding me? Really? Are you kidding me? This is before it happened. And he said, yeah, and uh, they're actually telling us, even people like me that are some of the highest ranking officials in the land, he said uh, that we could be court-martialed and even jailed if we don't take the vaccine. This is, uh, and I'm like, oh my goodness. I mean, this is crazy. Crazy. The, the guy out of Chicago that had a phenomenal restaurant. I mean, he had rappers and NBA athletes that would come to his restaurant. It was a destination in Chicago. He was loved by everybody. But during the BLM protests and riots, he wouldn't put the black square on his social media. And as a result, they ran him out of town. People started screaming, paint the wall black, paint the wall black. And I'm like, oh my goodness, we are in the midst of a totalitarian agenda, and it's a spiritual battle. It's not a battle between people, right? Right. It's not like we're going to go out there and start yelling and screaming at people. No, that's not biblical faith, but what we are dealing with is the principalities, rulers, and authorities of darkness that have manifested themselves in ideologies that have taken culture. They've taken the universities. and, And there's something really good that all believers out there need to know, that God loves all ideas Excuse me, God loves all people, but he does not love all ideas. You screwed that up, Jason. Yeah, I really messed that up. (laughs) God does. He loves all people, but he's not a fan of all ideas, and there are ideas out there that keep people enslaved. And so what's our role? Our role is to demolish those ideas. And anytime you shut off one side of any debate, all intellectual progress stops. Exactly. And this is what we're seeing happening. And now it's not just intellectual progress that's stopping. It's business that's stopping. It's people are literally losing their jobs and their source of income because they're not willing to go along with what the culture is doing with all this pressure that's being forced on them. Jason and I see this. I mean, just seven years ago, it was like, hey, they bullied us off of a, we lost a reality show. And then we ran into the florist, we ran into the baker, the photographer, and it was always centered around like gay marriage stuff. But now it's way beyond that. I mean, right. he, Saul Alinsky said in his book back in the 60s, Rules for Radicals, which was dedicated to Lucifer, by the way, he said, the issue is never the issue. The issue is the revolution. So we see whether it's the black square or the gay flag, whether it's the mask or the vaccine, it doesn't matter. It's the is always the revolution. And so we as believers let me me pause you one one second when david talks about the issue not being the issue the issue is the revolution when you think about the revolution you know what they want power what does that go back to it should remind every believer out there in rev the book of revelation that the very first sin was not eve eating the fruit it was satan wanting god's throne he wanted power and so you know that it's a demonic agenda by the thirst for power now you watch the Dark Knight. I mean, yep. you, you kind of watch that stuff. Have you watched all the Marvel movies? It's yeah, not Marvel. I love Batman? All. That is Marvel, oh, though, isn't Batman. Dark, not, it, Dark no. Knight is not. Dark, no, Dark not is not Marvel? Yeah. No. I can't keep up with all that stuff. Okay, well, come on. But do you remember the part in Dark Knight where Joker's out there and he's just blowing things up and he's shooting and killing people and it's just chaos in the streets yes. and everybody's all freaked out, but then Batman he has him. They're up in this really tall skyscraper building and Batman's holding this rope and the Joker's on the end of it. And the Batman's like, what do you want? You know, and he's got the Joker right there. And this was Heath Ledger was playing the Joker and he did such a good job playing it. And the Joker looks up and he just looks at Batman and goes chaos. And that was it. When you're dealing with somebody like that, there is no negotiation. Right, yeah. All he wanted, That was the spirit portrayed in a movie that's what the spirit of satan looks like he wants chaos because ultimately what happens when chaos comes people get scared fear people get scared and what happens when you get scared you can be controlled that's right the only way that this agenda can control people is to get them scared fear and isolation and that's exactly what we're watching fear and isolation god tells us faith and community period and so Jason and I were traveling and, and we've been speaking and all these people coming to us and we just knew in our hearts when HG got targeted by the Thought Mafia, we end up getting fired. Yes, we lost the show and we lost the income from the show, but our core revenue was bulletproof.
1: Explain. Yeah, pe- people aren't going to make that joke <laughs> Explain that a little bit more. Okay, so tar- so cancel
0: culture literally started targeting us everywhere we went. We were the number one story on Facebook for a day. How about that? Wasn't much going on, I suppose. But we started getting targeted. Soul Force targeted us. Every business that we owned, at least that they knew that we owned, they were coming after. They were coming after us, blowing up our phones. And, and
1: what does it mean when you say they're coming after your business? Yes. What so does that we, actually what mean? What they well, want to well, do. J- get,
0: let me give you one real just quick story. David and I, we owned this piece of property, and it was kind of like a resort location, very small resort location just outside Charlotte. And this group, Soul Force found out that we owned it and they sent an email to our to our general email and it said, We are a gay black couple that, that cross dressing cross dressing and they threw in the Quran and they're telling us all these things and we want to do a wedding at your venue. And now we well, didn't we don't, do we don't wedding do venues, but it was a pretty enough place to where we could lease it out for for wedding venues. And they said, We want to do a wedding venue. Will you guys allow that? And instantly, David and I were like forward onto the the Alliance Defending Freedom, which is our attorneys, and they called us and said, "Boys, this is they're baiting you." they want you to say yeah. what we don't support that and then they're going to take that and they're going to try to sue you so just don't reply well and that's just that was a very simple thing for us but with baronel stutzman the florist in washington state i mean she got clearly targeted there was a gay couple that went into washington state didn't even live there went into washington state targeted them and then of course the attorney general jumps in and now they just go after her and now take her business and sue her Now, stuff like that's happening. Of course, you saw the guy I just mentioned in Chicago, the Thought Mafia, which on social media stirred up a, hey, here's his address, go to his place. And they shouted him down and literally ran him out of town. I mean, he had to move. He moved to Texas. So that kind of stuff is coming. And if it's left unchecked, like Antifa being left unchecked, if Ben Shapiro's scheduled to speak at Berkeley or somewhere like this... I mean, they just go nuts. Ben Shapiro has to travel with a bulletproof vest and six bodyguards wherever he goes. That just shows you. That's what cancel culture looks like. And and, and it's not they're not even threatening just Ben. They're threatening the campus. We're going to burn it down. We're going to tear everything down. Like, who is the author of that? That's right. That is not godly. Christian leaders should be speaking to this stuff. And unfortunately, we've bought the lie in the church, the institutional church, not the real church, but the institutional church in America that there's a sacred secular divide and that you can't be political. Well, let me just tell you something. God is the God of all things. He's the God of heaven and earth. He created all things and he created us to flourish. He created us to thrive. He did not create us to be angry, isolated, filled with fear and anxiety and depression and brokenness. He didn't create us that way. So we as Christians have a role to speak into these things, right? So, Jason well, let, and I let me let me get back are you to let me get no, the bulletproof. No, business? no, He's that's not that's, to, where not that's where I'm going. That's oh. where I'm going is that if we wrap this right back into business when HGTV fired us, David and I from that point forward, we saw several clients that we had big clients that we had in our business pulled out. We had a franchisee actually reached out and said, "Take me off your website." We had so many, we got kicked out of a movie that we were supposed to be in, a ministry partner that we had a decade-long relationship with said we need distance. So we were like, oh no. But now they did all that just because they were afraid of the mob. They were not, they even told us they loved us, they agree with us, but they just wanted to be quiet. Yeah, and it was unfortunate. But here's the thing, David and I could go into that confidently. Now, let me just preface this. You can always walk through these things confidently, whether you have a job, whether you have money, or you don't. By God's grace, David and I at that point had spent the previous decade, maybe eleven years, of building secret businesses, which were basically investment companies where we would make certain investments in real estate, primarily real estate and small businesses. And we had all of these LLCs, we had them, you know, the anonymity that you needed there. So when they started coming after our businesses, there was a couple that did take a hit, but David and I kind of laughed, like, You really think that you're hurting us financially? You are an absolute show. Because when we say bulletproof, we're actually talking about the heart of your revenue, right? These people that were coming up to us uh, over the last six speaking engagements... Every single one of them said, I don't know how I'm going to provide for my family. That's what we're talking. We're talking about that core revenue that provides for your family. We're not talking about how to make bulletproof business and be invincible and burn a Lambo with all your money.
1: Because God might actually ask you to lay your business down. That's exactly right. And you should. That's right. So bulletproof business is not, I've got the biggest, best, strongest business. Nobody's ever going to tear me down. That's just not true. No, not
0: at all. A true disciple of Christ comes to Christ and says, I'm willing to lay everything down. That's right. Now, but we have freedom in America. We still have it. So God gives us wisdom right now. We can actually lay everything down as a disciple of Christ, speak truth to culture, and be an example of truth and be children of the light in the marketplace and still use wisdom to protect the core of our financial needs, right? Which is the providing for our family and putting that income away into what we call bulletproof businesses. And what we say is that you're bulletproof spiritually when you are willing to die to your business, when you are willing to let it go. But we want to help you get bulletproof financially. And this is like when somebody walks in, You know, if they're in the SWAT team, they put a bulletproof vest on. It doesn't cover their shoulder. It doesn't cover their elbow. You might get hit with a bullet there. It's going to hurt you. But that bulletproof vest protects your heart. And in business, that is your cash flow. And what that looks like is being smart enough with your business to where you can convert your active income from your business to passive income from your investments. And we created strategies to do that. So I'm going to give you three things that we did. And this will kind of give you a little tip, but then I'm not going to give you any more, Larry. You're going to have to watch the webinar. It's fine. Or join it's us fine. for a future webinar because we're going to do a lot more. Because, I mean, the first one we did, gosh, it, it blew up. We even had a, a 46% show rate. And, I mean, it was just crazy. There's so many people, and they're just asking all these questions because people are hurting. This that's, is a felt need.
1: That's right. And what ends up being, at least in my opinion, the best byproduct of this this webinar is you get people who are paralyzed because of fear yes. and they literally don't know what to do. And so mm-hmm. now they're doing nothing yes. and then they, they seem apathetic. And unfortunately we're challenging these folks to say, you've got to take a step forward. you got to stand up. Yeah. And they're saying, I don't know how to do anything. That's right. right. Now. Yeah, that's right. And, and so what we've th- a chance to release that. That's yeah. why we
0: hit mindset before money. Like we we share with them, you know, some strategies on what you can do with your money. But we talk mindset first because exactly what you said, people are paralyzed right now with fear. And they're like, I don't know what to do. The first thing we say is that you got to stand up. You got to have the right mindset. To get into battle. It's offensive, not defensive. If you want to be bulletproof, you are thinking about mobilizing and moving forward in spite of the fact you may be freaked out of your mind. And well, there are wait. some simple verses for that. It's greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world, right? We're, we're thinking about it, the scripture that says no weapon formed against you will prosper. You're more than a conqueror. Your identity is that you are a child of God. You're a child of the king. You have his blessing on you. And over 300 plus times in scripture, he tells us do not fear. Why? Because we trust God with the results. Romans 8, 28 says, and we know that all things work together for good to those that love God and are called according to his purpose. All things means even when you suffer. And for the first time in our generation, and probably my parents' generation, and certainly my kids' generation, we actually may have to suffer for our faith. And and when I say suffer for our faith, In Psalm chapter 2, here's what I want to talk about what it really looks like in terms of, well, if I wear a mask or don't wear a mask, that's not really being shamed for my faith. Well, when you look at Psalm chapter 2, it says, Why do the nations rage, and the people devise a vain thing? The kings of the earth take their stand, and rulers gather together against the Lord and His Holy One. And then it says, They say, Let us break off their bonds and tear apart their cords. Now, those two words, bonds and cords, and they're they're different types of words that are used in various uh, versions of scripture, whether it's the NIV or the English Standard or the New Living Translation or the New American Standard. What those words mean are conscience and commandments. In other words, the nations of the world there are agendas that take nations or take specific uh, spheres of culture. These agendas, and who are they against? God and His holy one and, and His anointed one. That's Christ, right? and it says, let us break off conscience and commandments. Now, the moral commands of God are very clear. Those are under attack today. So, if somebody, even if you don't even say you're a Christian and you just simply say, well, I believe marriage is between a man and a woman, is cancel culture going to come after you? You better believe it. You're simply talking about the commands of God. So, that's why cancel culture targets anyone that would dare elevate commands of God. Now, secondly, it also deals with conscience. Why? Because conscience is, in Scripture, it says that eternity is written on the heart. In other words, God gives all of us conscience, and it's that voice in us. It's God's voice in us leading us to do what is right or wrong. Is it right or is it wrong, right? The conscience is leading us to do what's right, and it pricks us. Now, of course, you can continue to turn away from your conscience and ultimately sear your conscience. And we're dealing with some of the folks with Antifa and others have seared consciences. But the conscience isn't just whether it's right or wrong. That's the foundation. It's also what's right or wrong for you in you. in a specific situation that doesn't involve sin, like a vaccine. You want to get a vaccine? Get it. Don't want to get a vaccine? Don't get it. Either way, make your decision based on faith in your conscience. That's exactly right. And that's why in America we have had freedom of religion, which is ultimately freedom of conscience. Like, I want to live according to my conscience, according to my convictions. And unless your conscience is telling you to go slay cats and pour blood all over people's cars, it's like, that's not a religious exemption there. That's not conscience. That's wrong. So that that's called a prevailing government cause. But we have always been able to exercise our conscience. so And we have HIPAA laws for our our health decisions. And we have conscience rights over, well, should I put my kid in public school, private school, or home education? What am I going to do? I have the conscience. And when a government and an entity like Lord Biden, I call him Lord Biden because he's acting like Lord Biden right now. When he comes in and mandates the military to get the vaccine, he mandates businesses over 100 people to get the vaccine. It's like, whoa, you are stripping conscience out of people. That is wrong. So we saw saw cancel culture come against the commandments piece. But here, because of the medical stuff and COVID, now we're seeing it come against conscience. That's why David and I are really encouraging business owners. Look, expert ownership, we're here to launch Faith-Filled Entrepreneurs into Greater Freedom and Success. But looking at what's going on in the world today, we're, we're looking at not only doing that, but helping build a bulletproof business, which then would bring in the element of, what are you investing in? Are you building your business silent, like quiet, like secret, bulletproof businesses that protects the financial heart of your family so that if you do lose your job, you still have some type of income coming in. That's what we want to help people with. So number one, we talk about making your mindset bulletproof and we go through the whole thing. Number two, we talk about the power of community because there is supernatural power in community. Matthew Henry, who was the great Bible commentator from years ago, he said coals separated soon die out. You see We have to stoke the coals. That's why Scripture teaches us to forsake not the assembling together of the brothers and sisters, right? Why? Because God knows in community there is synergy. There's also energy. It's synergy and energy. Now, the devil wants to keep us isolated, alone, fearful, all of those things. Doesn't want energy, wants it to be drained. But now God and his kingdom. So when you get together in community, Jason and I found when we got fired by HGTV, a lot of these other business owners, they really... They felt alone, and now we're traveling the country, and they all feel like, oh my gosh, I'm alone. Well, now we know in Scripture when Elijah felt alone, the Lord told him there are 7,000 that haven't bowed their knee. When uh, Elisha's servant was terrified because he was surrounded by an arrogant, militant paganism, Elisha said, O oh Lord, open his eyes that he may see, and all of a sudden he saw all the angels of fire. It's like we are not alone. So what we want to do, what Jason and I have built, is a bulletproof community where we're helping each other out, like-minded believers, not only to help each other stand strong, but also to generate a ton of business. And, and I love Robert Kiyosaki in his, one of his last books. He talked about Who Moved My Money. And he said financial synergy is powerful when you, begin to, when you begin to throw off business opportunities from your core business, and then you start linking up with others and doing business. And that's what we've seen. Jason and I have been doing business a long time with a lot of believers and so we said, you know what, let's put this community together and start generating some and, serious business. And we're focusing on just like what Nehemiah did. If you know anything about the scripture, when Nehemiah, he was the guy that was called to rebuild the wall around Jerusalem long before Jesus came along, and he had to rebuild that wall. And he gave the people two things. He get, he in, encouraged them to have a trowel in one hand, which was for actually going out there and working on rebuilding that wall, to build, and a, and a sword in the other. I he had it. a trowel to build with. And a sword to battle with. That's what God has called us at Expert Ownership to jump into, to help build bulletproof businesses for folks who are really experiencing something that, that we none of us have ever seen before. Yeah. But if we can stick together with this, I think that we've That's really right. got something good. So we talk about mindset, we talk about community, and then finally we talk about money. We talk about how to build a business, how to grow a business, and then how to generate new business ideas, businesses no one even knows you own grow off of your core business or you're investing in other strengths or other people's strengths, finding subject matter experts and these other things. And that's really what Jason and I did is we had a couple of out front companies that were targeted. But I remember I, I was speaking. I can't remember. I was on stage somewhere. And I said, well, all y'all that are targeting Jason and me, you have no idea. You're probably paying my marketing company, but you have no idea you're paying them. <laughs> and I started laughing. I was like, you can't take us down. You just can't do it. But then also. Not only did we have uh, businesses, but we had invested in real estate as well. And uh, Jason and I, we talk about our six-step grip-to-drip process and and how we were able to take active income and create passive cash flow from cash to cash flow. And then as those began to grow, and as Jason and I began to experience supernatural freedom, not only financial freedom, but almost bulletproof freedom because our family's core was covered, uh, we ran into a group called Tradeway, and they are phenomenal and they actually taught and they continue to teach and have helped thousands of people become traders and not traitors traders and it's simple and it's good and so Jason and I we've gotten into the markets and we've created other cash flow opportunities out of the markets and so what we have realized is that we're continuing to thrive financially in America today Not that that means we might not get targeted and taken out at some point, who knows, but right now we still have freedom in America. And so what we want to do, we want to help others. And we have courses, we have a community, we have all kinds of things. And it's been, it's growing and it's been, it's been very exciting. But the most exciting thing is to see hope is to see hope in people's eyes.
1: Somebody's listening today and they're thinking, I love everything I'm hearing. How long is this going to take me?
0: Yeah, well, we're not fans of the get rich fast mentality. It's it's definitely get rich slow. We helped a guy who in five years, he was able to find financial freedom. We've also talked with people who less than a year because they started a business. And you know, right now, one of the best businesses that you can start is in the knowledge economy. It's what is the knowledge that you've got and put it online. We have partnership with a company that can teach you exactly how to do that right within the expert ownership ecosystem. And so There are lots of different ways to do it, but you don't get into it just, hey, I just want to make a ton of money really fast. And we also partnered with the Nehemiah Project, and they have 52 days to profit. And it's just we've got a lot. It's in our network because we've been doing this so long, and that's really what we do. That's why we call it expert ownership because we bring the experts to the table. It's like Jason is not the smartest guy on this table. I'm I'm brilliant. I'm sure you have that. I'm brilliant. But we can get the smartest people in the room and they love Jesus, and they see cancel culture. Their heart is to help those that are being targeted and those that are afraid and those that maybe not even being targeted and might not even think there's a threat out there. Jason and I are here to say, yes, there is a threat, and you might want to go ahead and start building some bulletproof income now.
1: I like that. And listeners are going to love this too because they're going to feel like, okay, there's another path forward. Yes. There's actually something I can do. Okay, let's wrap with this. Own it or loan it.
0: Hey, wait, real quick. Yep. Are you going to tell people if they want more information, they can go to expertownership.com forward slash bulletproof?
1: I don't think I'm going to tell them that today. But maybe, is bullet with two Ts or just one? No, that would be bullet. I told you you were an idiot. Right? If they go to expertownership.com, the best thing that they, that they can do is to jump into the community. Yeah, yeah buddy. Yeah. Get into the community, other business owners just like you, mm-hmm. feeling the same things you're feeling, wrestling through the same challenges. Being together is going to be the first step to becoming bulletproof. Yes. That's right, buddy. Okay, own it or loan it. If you go through mastering real estate, you've got a rule that you adhere to when you're investing You called the 1% rule. We're not going to go into the details here, but own it or loan it. A great future opportunity that doesn't meet the 1% rule. Okay. Own it or loan it.
0: Ooh. Oh, a great future. Yeah, I'm yeah, just going to yeah, loan it. So great, great yes. potential, but yeah, no, loan it, loan it, loan it. it. Both War- of you, you Listen, stick to your guns. Warren Buffett said, buy for cash flow, don't buy for appreciation. Yep. It's too, it's too risky. I wouldn't do it. And uh, if you want more of tips like that just expert that's right that's it <laughs> all Jesus. right on that note we're
1: out don't forget impact over income or uh if you're smart you get both of them just get them in the right order all right we'll talk to you soon